It Astronomy Anemone Show, starring Astronomy Anemone, co-starring Veronica Belmont. And now, here, Astronomy Anemone, you clap hands. Welcome show. Happy to be here. Me talking to audience. Human make too much mouth noise. Gary, read mail. Today, letter from Sour Apple, Michigan. Says, Astronomy Anemone. Why humans so stupid and always screwing things up? Because humans inferior species, Gary. Question answered. Answered. Well... Actually, what you call screwing things up is all part of the scientific method. It's an important part of scientific discovery, and that includes astronomy. Sound like humans enjoy screwing up. Yeah, actually, sometimes we do. That not go where me expecting. Uh, end of show. Gary, roll credits. Wait, Gary, hold on a sec. <laughs> I want to give you an example of how science works. Uh, let's say you're an astronomer, and you observe that the orbits of Uranus and Neptune aren't quite right. They're not really where they should be in the sky, according to your calculations. So, you make a hypothesis. Let's say there's a large gas giant just beyond Neptune, and its immense gravity is affecting the orbits of those inner planets. Are you with me? You sure one talky human. Yeah, so as a scientist, you now need to test your hypothesis. So, what do you do? Well, you make some calculations, you point a telescope up there to look for your gas giant, and what do you find? Nothing. All right, well, you were wrong this time, but do you know what you've given the scientific community? Good reason to laugh. No, you've given them information. By eliminating one possible option, you've narrowed down what could be really going on. Ah, uh, let me ask you. Have you ever been wrong about something? I mean, really, really wrong? Me help choose co-host. Exactly. But science may be the only field where being wrong can be just as valuable as being right. That example about Uranus and Neptune? It actually happened. <laughs> Pathetic humans. Ah, but even though they didn't find another gas giant out there, it was a search for one that led to another important discovery. Pluto. You lie. Not at all. Oh, Gary? Is it? Uh, could you put up the images of Pluto's discovery in 1930 up on the screen, please? It just a backdrop, Veronica. What? Oh, um, okay. Uh, let's see. Maybe we can get an angle up on my webpad. Astronomers knew that Uranus and Neptune weren't quite where they should be. They predicted that gravity from another large, undiscovered planet must be tugging on them. So, they made some calculations, did some searching, and in 1919, they captured a series of photographs of Pluto. But, since astronomers were looking for a gas giant, they didn't realize anything else was there until 1930. And after that, they realized Pluto didn't have enough mass to affect the gas giants. It wasn't the planet they were looking for. But in fact, Neptune's mass had also been overestimated, which had thrown their calculations all off. In reality, the orbits of Neptune and Uranus were exactly where they were supposed to be, and predictions of a giant ninth planet were absolutely wrong. But without those mistakes, tiny little Pluto may have gone undiscovered for decades more. Yes, humans lucky. Me got it. Well, it's a great example of how, even when scientists are wrong, the act of searching, that drive for knowledge, can lead to some amazing discoveries. So you saying humans don't need be smart to be scientists, just stupid lucky. Uh-oh. Well, more knowledge is always extremely useful, but in a way, you're sort of right. Anyone who uses a telescope, be they professional or amateur, has the potential to advance scientific knowledge. The more eyes we have looking at the sky, the more we increase our odds of someone making the next great scientific discovery, even if that's not what they set out to do. That profound. 
Thank you. Profoundly stupid. Now we end show. Gary, roll credits. One more thing. <laughs> While we're talking about Pluto, even the discovery of its moon Charon was unique. Since at least 1965, photos of Pluto showed a mysterious bulge on its side. Most astronomers ignored it, assuming it was an error in the photos. It wasn't until 1978 that someone realized, hey, this isn't an error, but another actual object, a moon that's orbiting Pluto. But it took another 13 years before anyone realized what they were looking at. Again, it just goes to show... Me getting hungry. Really hungry. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That's... Go to Gary shot. I think you just eclipsed your star. Get it? Get it? I'm a... <laughs> Uh, Veronica leave early. Needed go trim toenails or something. She not coming back. Ugh, me really full. Speaking of full, I got a great story about the moon. Roll credits!